0: and as promised uh, we are joined on the line by Emily Kelleher who is the founder and CEO of a brand new digital magazine called Well Magazine Asia and so if you if you like magazines here's another option for you to check out it's a digital lifestyle magazine and uh, Emily joins us now Emily ha- thanks very much for joining us this afternoon
1: Yeah thank you so much for having me
0: So I just mentioned that you're on the line. You are on the line actually from Bali. So what is going on in Bali that's not going on in Hong Kong?
1: <laughs> lots of things. This morning we started with a surf lesson. That's nice. And, and it's a very slow, lots of slow days it's like in comparison to fast, quick, you know, crazy Hong Kong days. So for but you- I'm I'm desperate to get back to Hong Kong, <laughs> I
0: have to say. <laughs> so did this start off as a Chinese New Year holiday that was extended due to school closures and work from home and all that kind no, of
1: thing? No, actually, um, we hadn't. We didn't go anywhere for Chinese New Year because we had just gotten back from a big trip in the U.S. where we were gone for about a month in December. So we had planned to stay home for Chinese New Year. But then with all the school closings, I have four kids. Okay. So uh, being at home with four kids and no place to go was just miserable. It's, it's we, not easy yet. Yeah. So we, we uh, left, I guess we left almost two weeks ago. So we've been here for two weeks. We'll be here for two more weeks. And the plan is to go back on the 29th.
0: So. Great. By which time you'll all be great surfers.
1: <laughs> but um, Yes. And really tan, hopefully. Yeah.
0: Well, <laughs> let's talk about Well Magazine. And first of all, let, tell me a bit more about your background. I mean, is your background in publishing or magazines or content?
1: My background is actually uh, marketing and advertising. So I studied business and marketing in school. And then... Really early on in my career, I was I had a good opportunity with a growing agency in Atlanta. I'm from Atlanta, Georgia, um, and I did that for a few years. And then I started selling corporate real estate, and then I got pregnant with twins and became a stay-at-home mom. Mm. So, so I have a lot of um, similar sort of cross crossover experience. But um, yeah, I hadn't being growing up in the '90s and the 2000s. I guess it was sort of always my dream to work for a magazine, but I didn't know that I was going to start my own magazine.
0: (laughs) Right. Well, tell us that story. How and why did you decide to start a magazine?
1: Uh, Well, the initial idea was sparked um, from conversations with like-minded friends, and I have a very close-knit group of girlfriends in Hong Kong. I'm very fortunate to have friends that are you know sort of speak their mind and we move away from small talk mm-hmm. um, and we realized just through talking to my friends I realized that there's a lot of uh, people that also crave this real raw authentic conversation so I saw an opportunity in the digital media space with this sort of content with which is centered around real conversations instead of fluffy um, sort of on the surface level right. conversations like,
0: like how to apply your mascara stuff like that
1: Right and there's definitely a place, there's a for, place that. for that I search yes. for that kind of stuff all the time. Yeah, but we we just wanted to do something a little bit
0: different. Actually, while we're speaking, I should tell listeners that if they want to take a look at the website, it's wellmagazineasia.com. So if they want to take a look at it while we're talking, listeners you can if you as long as you're not That's driving, right. get on your phone or uh, on your computer and go <laughs> to that website and you can take a look. So then how would you describe the the focus for Well Magazine and you know why the name Well?
1: Well, I guess I should start by saying it's a common misconception that we're a wellness magazine, Um, speaking of the name Well. It's it's about what comes after the comma. Tell oh. us what you really think. And I, I came up with this name because it's something that I find myself saying all the time. You know, we, we have these conversations and then, you know, I'm like, well, <laughs> and it's the tough thing that comes after the tough thing to sort of spit out after you say the word well.
0: Right. Okay.
1: Um. Yeah, so we have seven editorial areas across a range of focus that tie into our common values, which are wellness, physical, emotional, and mental, and financial wellness. But we also really focus on uh, sustainability and value communities and just this overall um, tone of authenticity in conversations and sharing. Mm. And how
0: would you describe the voice of the magazine? Is it, um, you know, kind of out of wisdom or curiosity, or how would you describe it?
1: I'd say it's definitely curiosity. It's these questions that me and my editorial team and co-founders, we find ourselves asking questions and people within our community saying, oh, I'd like to know more about this, or I'd like to talk to this person and find out how they did that. And so it's it's definitely a curiosity. Uh, we Our tagline is Life Unfiltered, so we try to keep it filter-free um, and just... How, what do you mean
0: what do you mean by that filter free
1: You know not worrying so much about what people are thinking about what we're going to say but okay. saying what's really on our minds
0: Right okay yeah And then what who who's your target audience who are you trying to reach
1: We're definitely, I'll say this, we're not everyone's cup of tea. We know there's a large group of men and women in Hong Kong and around the region that crave these real conversations. Um, Curious souls, those that value personal development, often these are well-traveled people, but um, it's expats as well as locals. I think there's something for everyone. And uh, we we differentiate ourselves from the mainstream expat communications because we do, it's it's less like, where do I go for the English version of this, or where do I go for the best Western this? You know it's sort of all inclusive for everyone.
0: Mm. So if you talk about the range of uh, content that you want to cover in within what you've described, what are some of the issues you want to address or highlight or or even people who who are interesting to talk to?
1: Well, for example, this month we have a really great cover story that we are about to put up later. Uh, I believe today it should be going live um, with Christina Dean, who is a champion in the sustainability uh, landscape of Hong Kong. From
0: Redress, right?
1: Yes, yeah. from Redress. Um, we so every month our our topic, our discussion topic is based on who who can we share their story whose story can we share to everyone so she's this month and we've got some lgbtq oh how do you say it
0: lgbtqi
1: yeah lgbtq (laughs) i just want to say it right we've got a new writer coming on to discuss um all things lgbtq and yeah, it's, it's about storytelling for me. So it's finding an interesting person and then the rest of the issue sort of goes off of that discussion that we talk about.
0: Okay. And, you know, I've always been curious about digital magazines because, you know, when in the old days, when you went to buy a print magazine, and yes, there are still print magazines available, it, you got obviously whatever content was printed that month and then you had to wait for the next month for for the next round of content is digital different in that you can put content up at any time or do you stick to a a time frame
1: we are very flexible in this we drip feed so there's not one day where all the content gets loaded on the website but it's almost every day there's at least one to two new articles and it's drip fed in throughout the month
0: Mm, so and
1: yeah, I think that does give us some flexibility because if if something happens and something changes that we want to discuss or bring up or bring to light, then we do have that flexibility, right? Okay. Because it's not printed.
0: Yeah, and then people can go back every few days and find something new.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then if they miss something, of course, it's all archived on the website. So you can read you can read stuff from December when we launched or you can read stuff that we uploaded today.
0: Mm. So you, you just mentioned you launched in December. How did you go from having this idea to actually having something on a website uh, <laughs> back in December?
1: It was a, a really long process. I will say that. Um, the how... I guess the best way to explain it is just putting the right team of people together because I am not an expert at everything or or anything, really. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I know where my, my strengths are, and I also knew that I needed, you know, one person to do A, B, and C, and another person. So it was just about finding the right team, taking it step by step. We planned to originally launch in October it was a tough time around then and then we were thinking okay we can't keep pushing this and then December came and you know it was just it felt like the right time I guess but it was a long process we started working on the magazine uh in February of 2019 so it took a while right
0: so yeah that's quite a while but obviously
1: it was finding the finding the right people
0: yeah yes and what how what has that been like has it been a challenge
1: yeah it always can I feel like it has been and it will continue to be a challenge just making sure that you you find the right strengths from each person and you make sure that Someone is working on something that they should be working on, right? Instead of wasting time and doing something else. And I find that with myself a lot of times. Mm. In the beginning, I was wanting to do everything because I had this vision of exactly how I wanted it to be. And I've realized that you sort of have to let that go and just trust that you have the right team in place and you're going to have hiccups you know just like anything you're going to find that maybe this person isn't right for this and we'll put them over here or you know things change all the time right. so i think just being flexible is important and and um yeah but trusting that you have a good team in place
0: and in terms of the um the writers who are, who are doing the interviews and writing uh, the stories do you have a fixed team of writers or do you have a lot of freelancers contributing or just interesting people who are contributing?
1: We have a mix of both. So we've got about 15 writers that write for us every month. Um, but we're always looking for new freelance writers. And we're constantly finding new, interesting people that have a cool tone of voice and, you know, cool stories to tell and perspectives to share. So, mm, so. We, we have a mix of both. We're open to new writers all the time. So if anyone listening <laughs> just has an interest in writing, I think that's one of our biggest challenges um, is... And that's probably going back to putting it together. That was one of the biggest challenges because like I said, we want to talk about stuff that's a bit edgy and dive a bit deeper. And sometimes people may want to talk about it, but they don't want to write about it and put their name on it. Oh, so the interesting. challenge is saying Yeah. So the challenge is saying, Oh, you you have a really good perspective there. Can you write about that? And then as soon as you ask them, they're like, oh, can I change my name? Can I ghostwrite it? So we do have some ghostwriters. That's another fun fact.
0: Interesting. I always thought that writers were, couldn't wait to put their name on their opinion, but maybe <laughs> maybe not always.
1: It's, it's challenging them to sort of dive a bit deeper sometimes, which is, you mm. know, worrying about what, how they might come across.
0: And and then because you're a digital magazine, um, but you are Hong Kong based, what does that mean, say, if you want to, if there's stories that are not in Hong Kong, but, do, you know, would they have to have some relevance to a Hong Kong based audience?
1: Well, of course, it has to be relevant. Um, but from the standpoint of location, I think we have the flexibility because we're online that anyone can read us. Anyone can read our stories. And, you know, I'm from the U.S. My co-founder and partner is from the U.K. And so we automatically have a lot of readers that are from those locations. And I think that most of our stuff sort of works no matter where you are. Um, The thing about us being in Hong Kong is we really want to champion and work with Hong Kong brands and you know share hong kong stories Mm -hmm. just to shine a light on hong kong um but we do plan to you know this is a pan asia project so we plan to branch out and go into other markets but for now focus is hong kong
0: right yes you've just had the baby the magazine so
1: (laughs) yeah
0: you have to get walking first right
1: yeah, we need to walk. Right now, we're crawling. I would say. Oh, okay, <laughs> but close to walking.
0: So you launched in December, and what what's the response been like so far?
1: The response has been great. Our launch really surpassed all of our expectations. It took place in the middle of you know all the protesting going on, but it was still well attended, well received. We had a lot of great support. It was a room full of just like super positive people. And I felt it felt like what you just said, like you had a baby and everybody was excited for you. Um, we went live with the magazine on the night. So during the launch party, we went live right there and announced that we were live. Mm -hmm. Um, and since then we've published around 70 articles. And like I said, we drip feed each week, um, almost daily. Yeah. The response has been really great. We're excited and just really anxious to keep going and do more and see how far we can go and you know it's always exciting to talk it's every month when we talk about the the discussion topic of the month my co-founders and I we sit together and we have these topics and it's just so exciting to talk about what are we gonna do next what are we gonna do
0: next? yeah it must be exactly and so for you personally what would you say you've learned or are still learning from this whole process
1: I, well, I definitely am learning every day that everyone has an interesting and unique story. If we can get it out of them, like I said, if we can get it out of them, Um, you know, and Hong Kong, I've, I've lived in Hong Kong for three years, um, but I, every day I learn something different about it and it's so diverse and it's such a strong place full of color and craving for connection hasn't disappeared even even in the tough times that right. Hong Kong has faced recently. Yeah. And so that that gives me a bit of confidence and uh, hope in what we're doing. I know a lot of people would say it's a tough time to start a business, mm-hmm. but for us, we, we have seen the opposite of that and a lot of support. And yeah, so that's mm. one of the biggest things I've learned that I didn't know that I was going to learn right. or that I thought I already knew that Hong Kong was great, but I've it's just... It surpassed my expectations. That's great.
0: Actually, just because you mentioned there, you know, it is a tough time to to open a business. But how? What is your model? Like your revenue model? Is it advertising driven? Because it's not um, a subscription uh, driven magazine, right?
1: Right. It's not subscription driven. We most of our revenue comes from advertisers, um, and they're all local companies that we work with. And then we do featured articles and PR, communications, lots of different things. We have a whole media side to Mm. the company, so we can offer a lot of different services. And we really work with companies to sort of put together packages that
0: write for them Mm, great well Emily flexible it sounds wonderful so um, as we said earlier if any listeners out there would like to take a look it's very easy www.wellmagazineasia.com any listeners out there want to write get in touch with Emily I'm sure um, there are stories out there that that you can tell so Emily thanks so much for joining us today and telling us more about the magazine
1: thank you so much for having me
0: okay see you next time